Welcome to Real Health, Real People. I'm Heather Crawford. And I'm Sarah Frappier. And we're here to talk about real health for real people. Is it over? We do have some interesting stuff to talk about today. Totally. We did all kinds of research. We were super smart. Yeah. And read things and studied. So it's funny though, because this topic came to my mind because of one of my guilty pleasures. Which is? Um, watching Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> is that the show The Bachelor? Well, so there's The Bachelor and then there's The Bachelorette. And then there's a summer show called Bachelor in Paradise where they all go to this island and like fall in love. And <gasps> Is that like, did you ever watch the show Temptation Island? No, but I saw the commercials yeah, for that. Yeah, that was real. It was real saucy. So I am not watching the current season of The Bachelor because I just don't need that kind of drama in my life. <laughs> but I loved Bachelor in Paradise and one of the couples on there was Carly and Evan. Mm. I love Carly and Evan so much. So I kind of social media stalk Carly because she's awesome. That seems healthy. Right. Um, but she also has amazing hair and she uh, one of her posts was like talking about these hair growth or hair thickening gummies that she eats and I was like oh I want my hair to be amazing plus gummies hello right? hello <laughs> so I was like Sarah do let's do some research on some hair growth products and hair growth products which are of course everywhere you start so I started with just a simple web search just like hair growth products oh my gosh could I have so been barded many. with any more it's like let's see we got Hair growth, strengthening, shining, creams, vitamins, gummies, oils, supplements, foams, shampoos, conditioners, and my favorite, expensive laser systems. Right. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Which we will totally talk about in a little bit. But yes, so there's like an overwhelming amount of information that pops up when you just type in like hair growth or strengthening products. Well, because I think of like getting old and... Like, men especially going bald, but women go bald, too. I don't want to go bald. No. But even now, when I'm not old... <laughs> not even remotely. Not even close. I want my hair to look amazing. Yeah. Be thick and luxurious. So, again, like, yes, what if you could eat gummies and your mm. hair would be just instantly longer and luscious and lavish? I was looking for another, another L. L word. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm super excited because I I want this to work. Yes. So at first, though, as the scientist that I am, science, I wanted to look into the science of how hair hair actually grows. And I looked on WebMD and the American Academy of Dermatology and the American Association of Dermatology and found some really cool facts. So by week 22, yeah, facts, facts, a developing fetus has all of its hair follicles formed. So basically, at week 22, you have all the hair follicles you will ever have in your life. That is crazy. Formed on your body. And guess how many? Five million. Oh my gosh. One million of which are on your head, but only 100,000 of those on the scalp, which means there's 900,000 hair follicles on the rest of your face and your ears. I feel like I should be way hairier. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it just goes to show, like, we're literally like the hairiest things ever. We just crazy. Just the life cycle of the hair follicle is so much shorter on our skin. So, um, again, that, that is the largest number 
of hair follicles we will ever have, this is very key, because we do not generate new hair follicles any time during the course <gasps> of our lives. That makes me sad already. Yeah. I want to generate more hair follicles on my scalp. So basically, already, if you know the science of like hair follicles and say, yes, we will have as many as we will ever have, if something is saying helps you form new hair follicles, false, you can automatically discount that because science speaks the truth. We will not grow new hair follicles. And so you have the follicle, which is in the skin, and the shaft, which is what is visible. And we know that what's in the skin is alive. Yes, I said shaft. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, trying, I was trying to hold in my giggles. <laughs> like I saw her face and was immediately knew it's because I said shaft. <laughs> I promise we're older than we are. I know. <laughs> But, and then the shaft part, which is visible above the scalp, is dead. So that's why, you know, when we get a haircut, we're not screaming in excruciating pain because our hair is dead. Mm. It is not You know, I've never thought of that. I've never thought that a haircut should hurt. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. It's funny because people treat hair like it's alive. Like, ooh, what do we need to, like, nourish and grow and heal our hair? Well, it's dead. (laughs) That's crazy. It's already not alive. So... It grows in the bottom part, and the actual hair that we see is made up of a hard protein called keratin. And keratin's basically what you hear a lot of people about, like keratin mm-hmm. in your hair, skin, and nails. And that's the main pro- protein that it's made up of. But um, the hair growth cycle, this was the thing that we wanted to pay attention to, too, touting things that increase the uh, timing of hair growth. It only grows 0.3 to 0.4 millimeters a day, six inches per year. You know, and that is why I get so stressed out about haircuts. <laughs> because, yes, it's just hair. It's going to grow back, but only six inches a year. Yeah, so if you're like me, who in eighth grade, this is very traumatic, <laughs> thought it would be a good idea to trim off like three feet of my hair oh, no. into a bob haircut okay i have a very round head (laughs) a bob plus round head on me equals no bueno and i looked ridiculous so they always say too like after you have a baby your hormones are crazy so don't go do any like major changes i didn't listen to that and after (laughs) i had my first baby like literally like in that week like the first three days i was like i'm gonna go chop all my hair off and yeah i had it was like Maybe an inch. Did you over. cry? I cried. It was so <laughs> awful. And, and then you forever. tried to eat gummies. To gr- no, I'm just I wish there was gummies back then. <laughs> just eat gummies. But yeah, so I mean, that's a total of like your hair growing about a centimeter every twenty-eight days, and that's in the active phase of hair growth, which your hair stays in for about two to six years, and then it goes into a catagen phase, which is about a transitional phase. And then the resting phase, which lasts for about 100 days. And then after it rests, it will go back into the active phase. Mm. So this happens continually where you have most of your hairs are in active phase, but then you have like 3% in the transitional and 8% in the resting. Hair is way more complicated it than is. I realized. Craziness. I know. So all of this is going on. And so all of these products are like, well, what can we do what can we do to assist this process well and plus like i don't know about you but whenever 
my take a shower, there's a lot of hair in that the shower. Yeah. Well, and that's okay. And I know it's mine because it's crazy vibrant colors. <laughs> yes. We both are particularly fair, fond. Fond. Fair. Fond. What was I trying to say? I don't know. Fans of hair. Fans of hair. Was what color. I was trying to say. <laughs> we can edit out that faux pas. Fans of hair because we both have vibrantly bright pink slash purple hair right yeah, now. Yeah, it's amazing. And at any given time, we have different colors. I've been about every color of the rainbow. Yeah, it's super fun. It is. But it's okay to lose some hair. You lose about 50 to 100 hairs a day. Hmm. On average. And, and I think I lose all of them in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you need brush your hair yeah. and all that stuff. And male hair grows faster than female. That's why men yeah. can get yeah. a buzz cut and then uh, two months later um, it looks like they have a bunch of hair. But men still, have everything easier in But life. still about six inches a year. <laughs> that was totally not true. I, don't, don't. I didn't know what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I said men have everything easier in life. Oh, they do. <laughs> it's real tough being a woman. It's it's rough out there, ladies. <laughs> Gentlemen, if you're listening, be nice to your ladies. That's right. Just saying. Um, but why do we get thinner hair when we get older? Because follicles stop growing as you get older. Mm-hmm. Some of them do. And depending genetically, you are predisposed to some of them generating and some of them not, more so than others. Right. And I, I don't have this in front of me, but I think it's like you can look at on your paternal side and like your dad's mom, you're more likely to have their type of hair. Oh, I thought, well, that's for the females. For the females. So for the males, yeah, yeah. it's your um, mom's Mom dad. Child. Yeah. So opposite. So the opposite. So if your mom's, yeah. if you're a male and your mom's dad is bald, hmm, might want to watch out. I know. Maybe. So, so ladies, when you're dating, start looking, start <laughs> looking at pictures, <laughs> pictures, <of their> family. <laughs> just saying, although bald is beautiful. Let's be real. Some men yeah, have some sure. super sexy domes. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, this is another really cool fun fact. And then we'll move on to the actual products. A single scalp hair can hold a weight of a hundred grams and an average head of hair twisted together can support 23 tons it's insane of healthy hair so if you took your hair and like twisted it up into like a rope you could hang 23 tons off that bad boy i'm sure there's like some acrobats that that try that or like on those shows like america's got talent i wonder if there's everybody anybody who like tried to lift weights with their hair well have you ever i mean i think i've seen acrobats where like they're held by their ponytail they're and they're like spinning oh, around yeah, yeah. I mean, I would imagine that would cause some extreme scalp pain, oh, but man. apparently their hair can support their whole body weight, plus, plus apparently 22 <laughs> tons. Not that you're weighing a ton, but <laughs> math. So what are some of the products that you saw, Heather? I pulled up some consumer surveys, um, and one did compiled a list of over 60 different brands of hair vitamins for potency and... They said that they based it on ingredients that are clinically proven to work and user satisfaction. 6D? 6-0? Yeah, 60 different brands of just hair vitamins. That's not creams and... Lotions and... Just the vitamins. Things. So what they came up with for number one um, was something called Hair La Vie, I assume is how you say it. But anyway, it contains 20 of what they say are the clinically proven active ingredients that healthy hair needs to be repaired and grow. 
So if we're thinking back on the, you know, what Sarah just said, that's already, it just already doesn't sound right because we can't, you know, grow more hair. But one of the vital ingredients that they say is um, biotin. Biotin. Yeah, biotin. Yes. So Which biotin, keratin actually helps make up biotin. Right. And that's the active ingredient in most or of... Sorry, biotin makes up keratin. Did I say that backwards? No, I think you said Yeah, that. biotin makes up keratin. Yeah. Into keratin. And it is one of... The, it's the active ingredient in most of the things that I looked up. Um, but taking biotin supplements is not going to prevent hair loss, for one. Because that's in our genetics and... Mm-hmm. Clearly, as we... Just read our follicles, it's all dependent upon your follicles. Exactly. And when they stop producing. And according to Oregon State University's Linus Pauling Institute, they say not enough scientific evidence exists to back up claims that biotin effectively helps treat hair loss. Hmm. I know, I think you have some more facts about biotin. I don't know, obviously, my science as well as Sarah. Yeah, well, I had a lot more on the keratin. Oh, the keratin. Biotin, yeah. yeah. Biotin actually is one of the things that help comprise the keratin. So it's probably like, oh, if you give your body biotin, then it can make more keratin. But um, what I found, and this was found in all kinds of dermatological, medical, biological science, biochemical, peer-reviewed journals, which key point being peer-reviewed journals, this is where the factual information comes, Um that cosmetic manufacturers claim to make hair products that contain keratin or biotin to strengthen hair or promote hair growth. However, the cells and hair follicles make all the keratin protein that they require from amino acids supplied by the blood. Eating keratin protein does not help hair grow. Eating hard keratins as found in hair fiber is pointless as they cannot be broken down and absorbed and they pass straight through to the gut. That means you pee it out, y'all. Yeah, it's goodbye. You're basically <laughs> flushing your keratin down the toilet. Right. It's like spending... Along with all the hairs you're losing. Lots <laughs> of money for yellow pee. Yeah. And topically, applying keratin hair has no long-lasting effect as they are mostly washed away in the shampooing process. Hmm. Interesting as well. So they just get swashed away down to your drain. Well, and, you know, think... We just always want to go back to real food. Yes. You know, I mean, the Mayo Clinic reminds takers and would-be takers of biotin that vitamins alone will not take the place of a good diet. Your body needs other substances found in food in order to, you know, have the benefits. Right. So, I mean, there are certain amino acids and vitamins that are good for your hair, Mm -hmm. like methionine, um, can strengthen hair and nails, glutamine, um, zinc, and B vitamins, things like that. But when we'll get into supplementation at another podcast about supplements, but we get them from our food. Right. And so our bodies, given the right nutrients in food, are what then translate into healthier skin and nails. You know, if you're eating crappy, your skin starts to get oily and gross. Yeah. But if you eat healthy then your skin and hair start to clear well, Yeah, because all those things you just said, those big words plus zinc, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're found in things like dark leafy greens and fish and nuts and seeds. So all of those things that they're kind of isolating out and putting in these vitamins, we can get with full synergy 
in our food. Yeah, and the key word that Heather just said being synergy. So a lot of these vitamins and minerals and things that we put in our body, they have to have the presence of other vitamins and minerals and things to actually be absorbed and utilized by our body. Right. Like, so the one with calcium and vitamin D, how many of you seen milk that says calcium, vitamin with, D fortified? Right. Because in order for our body to properly get calcium, it needs the vitamin D support. So it's things like that. If you're isolating something out of something in a leafy green, but you don't have all of the other things that are in that leafy green, you're not going to be able right, to use exactly. that vitamin anyway. Yeah. And then you're just flushing them down the toilet. So... I think we've pretty much ruled out that I can't eat a gummy for luscious locks. Yeah. But what about the creams? So there's like lots of creams. Again, it is being said that one of the common misconceptions about hair is that it is alive. And when in mm. fact it's non-living and does not heal itself once it's injured, says Dr. Dralius. For this reason, once the hair is damaged, it cannot heal itself except through new hair growth at the scalp. So basically, once it's damaged, it can't heal itself. So you're basically putting this stuff on top of dead hair. Right. And it's not going to be able to... The hair is dead. It can't heal itself. It's like if you cut a flower... Right. It's just dead. And you try to, like, put nutrients on the stem. (laughs) Yeah. It's not going to... Nothing... It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. So this takes me to, you know, all our hairstylists tell us, um, get regular trims so that your hair will grow faster. No, your hair growth happens at the root, not the tips. Right. No, I'm not saying don't get your hair trimmed. No, because it does make it look cleaner. Because you do get them, you know you have some dead ends, girlfriends and men's. (laughs) (laughs) There are some dead ends up on that herd. But But it's not going to make it grow faster. It's not going to stimulate growth. Right. And any type of thing you do put on your hair is just going to wash away. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be doing anything. And in terms of... Simple hair care, they basically recommend from the Dermatological Society, less is more. Yes. Um, when you wash your hair, wash mainly the scalp, not the hair itself. It's Because that's where the oil's produced is from your scalp. And then just condition the ends so it's not as dry. But right. then again, as soon as you wash your hair, that's coming that's right off gone again. too. And then protect it from harsh chemicals and treatments. Mm. So I know... Excluding awesome, vibrant hair color, of course. Well, (laughs) we know the risk we're taking. We do. Let's be real. So, I mean, if you want your hair to look a certain way, absolutely go for it. I mean, if you want your hair pink, go your hair pink. If you want it purple, go purple. I've said before that I am all about vanity when it comes to some (laughs) of the decisions that I make. So decisions in life are based upon appearances. (laughs) And that's okay. That's one of them for us. And, you know, some people want to cut all their hair off and some people want really long hair. It's your, it's your choice. So I know there are some things though that have shown some, at least medically proven results. Right. So there are three medically proven results right now to deal with hair loss one being hair transplantation, right? Okay. Which is you're actually like putting someone else's hair follicles, mm-hmm. or you're moving. I think they take they can take from one area of your body. No, I don't know how they do it exactly. I don't know, but it sounds creepy. I didn't do a whole lot of research again into the transplantation part, just because yeah, it's, yeah, it seems strange to me. And if you've had one and you know the process, let me know. Yeah, email for us sure. because we didn't dive a whole lot into that part. I saw this billboard. Um, it was. It's not, I don't think it's there anymore, but it had like this, um, 
guy who was bald, but and it said go from oh I can't remember what it said now, but something about getting back to cool, and it looked like somebody had just taken a sharpie and like dotted all over his head, like put the so that it looked like he had just freshly you know had a shave. <laughs> I wish I had looked up what that was. Yeah, so that has been medically proven to have some results, um, but. There's two others, minoxidil, which is found in Rogaine, and fernastrodine, which is, which is in Propecia. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, ones that have been shown to have some success, but they require continued use to remain efficacious. So, basically, once discontinued, hair loss ensues, and you so you would basically have to take them forever. For the rest of And I life. believe that the, as time goes on, the efficacy declines. Probably, yeah. So, um... But Anything. that could be a route, you know, if if you're really dealing with hair loss that you're uncomfortable with. That right. Could be a... I mean, think about it. Hair loss can be a very sensitive subject for people mm-hmm. who are actually losing their hair. It can cause a lot of emotional identity yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely don't want to minimize that because if I was losing my hair, I would have some issue with that. Oh, I would absolutely be looking for everything I could. Yeah on the market. Unfortunately, because of the way our bodies are, it doesn't sound like there's really any way to stop what nature has intended well and luckily though for females and maybe some males too there are ways like hair extensions yeah you can get put into your hair and make it look thick and long or just own it true i have a friend who shaves her head just she just likes to have and she's beautiful and she's gorgeous like one of the most pretty people ever and she doesn't even have hair no she shaves it all off and it looks amazing um and also, just to kind of, like, caution against some of this stuff, um, you a lot of people try unproven remedies for, like, conditioning or improving hair loss or whatever you're trying to do to your hair. And they claim to be natural, safe, drug-free, effective products. But the problem is, is natural can mean anything. Right. Yeah. Like, you you can't... FDA does not regulate the word, the use the of the word natural. natural. Mm-hmm. And all these products, because, again, supplements, they don't have to be FDA approved. So you're basically putting stuff in your body, taking, you know, their claims as being truth. Right. And there isn't really science to back up. Is it harming you? Exactly. Because, you know, a lot of times we just see, like, somebody we really admire, like a celebrity or... I really like Carly. (laughs) And so we're like, oh, I want to try that because if they're promoting it, it must be good, right? But we need to do our own research. We really need to look at what are we, what are we willing to risk for, you know? Yeah, it's true. And like, that's what we're trying to do. You know, we did the research and we went in, like Heather said, let's, maybe these gummies work. That would be amazing. (laughs) It would be amazing if these gummies work. And unfortunately... Um, it seems like the staple safest thing to do is eat healthy. Yeah. Eat those veggies, people. Eat the foods that contain what your body needs to do its job and keep those follicles producing the hair. (laughs) But, oh, I almost, there's the one thing I did want to talk about (laughs) that I mentioned earlier. They have these laser. Oh, yes. Hair helmets, okay, like it and looks, baseball and caps. baseball caps <laughs> and headbands, and oh they basically have this like special 
infrared low-level laser light therapy. So you just wear this on your head. Now, the baseball cap, obviously, if you want to wear it in the light of day <laughs> and look really cool. Although, Heather made the point, it says the name of the company yeah, across. The logo on the front. So if you're trying to be incognito, um, you're not really doing a super no. good job. <laughs> but um, they say they stimulate this the cells and the cells and the hair follicles to grow hair but as we just discussed completely right. debunked so i just picture though like people walking around with these baseball caps <laughs> and like their lasers they're like shooting lasers at their oh head gosh. this whole time so we were totally gonna get one just to try it yeah but they're eight hundred dollars oh my gosh so then an eight hundred dollar ball cap (laughs) y'all baseball cap eight (laughs) hundred dollars with basically a rave club on the inside right you get a free laser light show (laughs) it's like a rave club up in there it's like getting underglow on your car only it's like inside of your baseball cap oh my goodness oh yeah so Basically, we can totally say hair helmets and stuff are debunked. Debunked. Um, some of these hair gummies and special products, debunked. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're eating healthy fruits and vegetables. Right. And, hoping, rainbow. and you're hoping that they are going to improve your hair. They can help keep your hair healthy, which basically is the hair follicle, which is a living extension of you. So if your cells are healthy then you can keep your hair follicles healthy. Absolutely. Good stuff. I thought so. It got a bit hairy. <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> But I think that, yeah, we can safely say you can't, you can't fix, you can't, can't fix, fix what you got. That's right. Well, in terms of hairs. But you can flaunt it. You can flaunt what you got. That's right. Can't, what your mama gave you. Can't grow more of what you got i don't know this took a wrong turn (laughs) took a very wrong turn but um now is the little portion of our podcast where we answer listener questions yes and we actually had a listener question we did we got a question about what to eat or not eat when you're sick is there things we should be eating or things we should be avoiding when we are not feeling up to up to par under the weather as under they say. the weather under the weather what does that mean when you feel under the weather i don't know you don't feel the same temperature as it does outside <laughs> like it's raining but i'm totally under that i don't get it no next week's <laughs> next week's podcast what does <laughs> under the weather mean no but seriously we got asked so what are some things we can do when we're sick and should we, you know, be using all of those cough drops and right, the over the stuff counter over medications. The counter. So we found some great info. Um, obviously we talk a lot about healthy eating and what we should and shouldn't eat, but there are some specific things that are good for us to eat when we're sick. One of those was like bone broth and yeah, you know, chicken. chicken broth, chicken soup, which just seems like, you know, we, we know that. Yeah. When we're I mean, sick, people are like, here, have some chicken noodles. There soup. is some stuff to, you know, those cliches and old wives tales and yeah. stuff. There is some that are rooted in fact. And that being, you know, if you can't hold a lot of solids down, but you need some protein and nutrients, well, you know, you boil some chicken broth. And yeah. don't, you know, don't get the canned stuff with all the sodium and added preservatives. Right. Just have some natural chicken, boil it at home. I've made it in my crock pot before. Yeah, super good. Phone a friend. <laughs> Maybe she'll bring you some delicious yes. homemade chicken soup. 
all your culinary genius friends. <laughs> well, and, you know, we always hear, too, to stay hydrated. And we definitely want to stay hydrated. Um, we want to avoid things like sports drinks and um, juices that are, like, high, high in sugar. sugar. You know, if you're not really wanting some water, you could try coconut water. It's another great natural resource for electrolytes. Mm-hmm. Electrolytes. Electrolytes. We, yeah, we don't need to be getting those from other products. We need to actually be getting the natural right. electrolytes that our bodies need. Again, we keep saying, like, whole food and natural. There's a, there's a theme that runs throughout, <laughs> mainly because, again, you know, we're talking real health for real people. Just keep it simple. Right. Um, some other things you can do. I really like to make, um, kind of this homemade tea where Mm. I add ginger and turmeric and honey and lemon. Yes. All good. Four things all known to help boost your immune system. Cause that's what's happening when you're sick. Your immune system is at battle, at battle with something that your body doesn't agree with, like a virus or a bacteria or something. Right. And you know, Having something warm to drink is really mm. soothing. If Especially got, if you have a scratchy yeah, throat. It's all scritchy throat. scratchy. <laughs> you can have that. And um, what are some things we should avoid, though? Well, especially if you're dealing with head and chest congestion, anything with, like, mucus, I say to avoid dairy products. Um, dairy products um, promote mucus forming in your body. So if you've already got excess mucus, you don't want to create more. So staying away from cheese and yogurt, milks, things like that. Um, obviously we want to stay away from like fast food, fried food, processed food, because all of that kind of just, well, that all works against your immune system because again, what is our immune system doing? It's fighting foreign objects in our body. If you're putting processed junk into your body, your immune system feels like it has to fight it. Right. So So you're dividing, you're dividing your armed forces split. So you have some stuff fighting the food you're eating and some stuff fighting what you're fighting like your yeah. infection so then you're you're not working in cohesion let's give our bodies what it needs people that's right as i gavel my fist on the <laughs> table the table in, emphatically <laughs> well you always hear too get your vitamin c get your vitamin c but those vitamin c supplements again we'll talk supplements later but we want to get everything from a food source as possible so yes. you know eat your orange yeah load up on some spinach mm-hmm. all those things you know that are high in vitamin c yeah Absolutely. So that was for our don'ts of being sick. Our listener Brittany B from Nashville. Thanks, Brittany. Thank you for the question. We greatly appreciate your viewership and participation. Participation. (laughs) (laughs) I just said participation. It's It's because I'm under the weather. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) And edit. (laughs) That's gonna get cut out. Cut it out. Cut it out like you cut your hair to bring it back around full circle. Oh, this has been such a fun and hairy episode. Super hairy. Super hairy. I can't wait for the next episode. I know. We're going to be coming to you with a great, wonderful new podcast. <laughs> I forgot the word as I was saying it. I'm looking Heather deeply in the eyes and it's throwing me off our game. It's because I'm super sexy. She's just staring really intently and I'm like, it's making I, me I very... I couldn't read your mind. I don't know what you were going to say. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> Normally I can tell what's coming, but I can't I don't tell. feel safe. <laughs> I think we need a chaperone. <laughs> oh, I really don't know how to close out episodes. No, but yes, you can find us on, so you can find us on realhealthrealpeople.com. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can email us. realhealthrealpeople at gmail.com. 
with those questions, topics, just to say hello and be nice. Yeah, <laughs> Please be, be nice, nice to us. We're nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> but also, all of our other contact information will be on our website, so then you'll be able to check out our Facebook pages and Twitter, all Instagram, of our social media-ness. All of that fun stuff all those young hip kids are into these days. <laughs> hashtag cool. Hashtag social media. <laughs> Heather keeps me hashtag up to date. I love my hashtags. Hashtag. Or as my dad would say, pound sign. <laughs> if you still know what that means, you're probably as old as we are. <laughs> Which right? is super young because we're babies. We're really young. <laughs> super young babies. So thanks for tuning in, y'all. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We should have been funnier.